No, I'm not ready, guys. I'm I'm not ready. I I can't. Not not right now. No, no, I'm ready for the show. No, is that? Oh, no, no. Is that what you thought? No, no. I I'm ready for the show. Don't know. Keep the music going. Keep the music rolling. I'm good. I'm ready for the show. I'm always ready for the show. I'm not ready to pick a team for the title game. Uh, you know, Michigan State knocked out by Texas Tech uh, Saturday night. I, I'm still. I mean, this was a this was a rough Sunday, folks. I can't even lie to you. I mean, this was you know, oh, this is oh, the humanity of it, uh, the agony of defeat. Can you feel the agony? I just I I don't know. I like Texas Tech. Maybe I'll go with them. I'm not. May, okay, I'm I'm a little bit more ready since we first started the show. What uh, 40 seconds ago was it? 40 seconds. I'm a, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit more ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh boy. What are you gonna do? Anyway, folks, it's. <laughs> I'm. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm glad the game was not on a Sunday night because I Monday back to work would be. Oh, I don't even. I don't even want to think about it. It's anyway. Let's uh, try to perk up for the open in three, two, one. It's. It's. <laughs> It's not Rock of Nations. Uh, it is it is Dave Kinchin tonight. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thanks for being with us on this uh, podcast uh, at Dave Kinchin USA on Twitter. Uh, thankfully, Michigan State's not in my Twitter handle because I don't know if I could take it. I'd have to change it. Uh, it's just a little raw right now. <laughs> um, and also follow this show at Kinchin tonight on Twitter. Also on our Facebook page, uh, just search Dave Kinchin tonight. You can find us there. Uh, we'll talk about more of the game in the uh, main segment, uh, probably, probably the last time we'll talk about sports in the main segment for a while, just because, uh, you know, we get to other news. Uh, big news also, uh, breaking news, uh, uh, Kirsten Nielsen, the uh, Homeland Security Secretary, is out uh, after a meeting with President Trump. This happening uh, this uh, today, Sunday, um, a meeting where, um, according to sources, or what sources are at least telling CNN and other agencies, including NBC, uh, Fox, I believe, also, um, th- there was a meeting uh, where the secretary thought uh, she would talk more about the situation at the border. The president apparently has been very unhappy with the rise of migration at the border and uh, has made a change now, bringing in um, uh, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol uh, commissioner, who's a holdover from the Obama administration, he will be the acting uh, DHS secretary, uh, Kevin McAllenon, I believe is how you say it. I haven't really heard the name said, um, but uh, I will soon as the story uh, continues to develop. Uh, so that also, I don't know if you saw this video, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden tw- uh, tweeted out where he was talking about respecting personal space. He was sitting in a room, I presume to be his house, dressed in like a Navy suit, uh, white shirt, no tie. And um, he was talking about uh, the allegations indirectly. Did did not mention, I believe, Lucy Flores, uh, the accuser, uh, who said that he uh, kind of grabbed her from behind in a way, or grabbed her shoulders and sniffed her hair. Uh, And, you know, there's other instances, you know, if you... Uh, what was it the current White House was saying uh, if you, Kelly Conway, if you Google creepy Joe Biden or Uncle Joe, uh, you find videos of him caressing girls and women and he says he does it to inspire confidence, to let them know that they can do a certain thing uh, like anybody can um, But and he's done that with some men too I think but he said that uh, he's going to respect personal space um, that was a big part of the video President Trump tweeted out a a, um, 
and this is not, I laugh not, this is a nonpartisan laugh, ladies and gentlemen, but he tweeted out a video, uh, doctor, that somebody put together showing <laughs> Biden sneaking up behind Joe Biden in the video and, and sniffing his hair. Um, it's, I chuckle because of just how somebody can do that with a, a live action video, how they can edit stuff is just incredible these days. But, but none of that's really funny, obviously, but, uh, um, you know, especially the, the seriousness of, of that matter. But, uh, the video was, um, interesting. I, I would say, um, you know, in terms of political satire, perhaps, um, which, uh, the current White House seems to engage in on social media from time to time. So, um, you know, again, the issue very serious, but we'll see how this affects Joe Biden, who reportedly is waiting to be the last person to get into the presidential contest. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, anyway, it's a, a big show. Um, but the main segment talking about the, uh, the game, just because, uh, you know, some personal thoughts that come to mind that really are kind of serious when it comes to spirit and family and what sports can do for that. Um, it is it is Sunday night. We're grateful you're with us. Dave Kinchin tonight, continuing on. So I'm a little bit more ready to go with Texas Tech right now. Just a, just a little bit. Yeah. You see what I'm doing with my hands, with my fingers to indicate a little bit? That's, yeah, that's, well, you can't see it. It's podcast. <laughs> Imagine. Just a little bit. Okay. Just a pinch. I'm just a pinch more ready to go with Texas Tech. I love their coach, um, Chris Beard. Uh, is that it? Yeah, Chris Beard, the name. Um, you know, somebody who was very complimentary uh, of Michigan State. That's not why I'm supporting him, but, you know, he's just that good of a guy. Um, uh, you know, he he talked about how he would watch the tournaments from way up in the stands, like almost way up in the, in the nosebleed area and you know, in past years and to be coaching in it and to be coaching in the Final Four, and to be coaching in the title game, hats off to them. I mean, you know, they've got a kid, Mooney, who's just an incredible player, um, uh, I think a point guard, um, who really just rivaled Cassius Winston in, in ways that um, I guess only he could, you know, and, and they did really well. I mean, this was a very physical game. I've never seen a team with such a game like that, um, talking about Texas Tech, with such an inside um and I think I'm using these these sports terms uh, properly, but inside defensive operation, working the ball the way they do, grabbing steals and kind of psyching out their players. I mean, um, their coach had said that they did not really want to out-tough Michigan State. I think in some ways they did. Tom Izzo even admitted that. But, you know, Michigan State hung in there at one point, cutting the lead uh, that Texas Tech had from uh, 12 down to 5. And, and I think it got even narrower, but, you know, they just um, – Texas Tech just ran away with it and did an incredible job. And this was, it was reported, uh, I don't, I'm not too familiar with that school, to be honest with you, although I think I met someone from Lubbock, Texas, way back when at a conference. Uh, but apparently it's an upstart program or a relatively new basketball program. Is that right? That's what I, I, I have to double check that, but that's what somebody had written, I think, in the Detroit Free Press, uh, one of the columnists, when talking about when Michigan State lost in this, uh, really in having the team. And I said this all along. If there was a team that could go to the national title game, it would have been Michigan State. But this was already a team that overachieved in the minds of many, you know, with all the injuries, with all of the the um, difficulties that have, that go on with that, tough scheduling, 
um, you know, games where you, you, you know, you have a stretch of like, you know, four games in a, in a, in you know, a week or seven days, you know, several games on the road. At Michigan State, you know, the former AD Mark Hollis was known for scheduling those, you know, games like that and scheduling big marquee matchups early on in the season and, and all of that. And I've always appreciated that. You know, I love some primetime basketball way before the season actually starts, you know. Um, so what I would say is, you know, I, I posted something on, on Facebook. And I, I, I'm getting into this, by the way, only because, you know, I know this is a show where we talk about a lot of serious things. And sports doesn't always rise to that level. You know, sports doesn't always rise to the level of, uh, you know, talking about some of the things we talk about. Um you know, mass shootings, gun violence, things like that, um, recreational marijuana in New Jersey, um, the college cheating scandal. I mean, that's all within the first month of the show when we, since we came back on after many years away. But, you know, this show actually started, the first show we did started at Michigan State. You know, we started that show way back in 2006, 2007, and... Um, Whenever the team is doing well or football or basketball is doing well, it, 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 it's, it's always personal to me, especially when we're not doing well. But after what was really still a dream season, you know, uh, shared the Big Ten regular season title, winning the Big Ten tournament, beating your arch rival Michigan three times, uh, a, a full sweep. When do you ever play them, you know, uh, at that time, especially when there's so much at stake for, um, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, seating in the tournament getting a little bit screwed with Duke being in our bracket, even when we're a two seed. But then, you know, going to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, beating Duke in a a nail-biter of a game, and, you know, being in the Final Four for the first time in four years, I mean, it's a lot to be proud of. And I'm really proud of this team. I wanted to just talk about this in the main segment for, for this reason. It's not just the fandom. It's not just being a fan of Michigan State. It's not just, you know, that's my school, rah, 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 go green, go white. Although I mean every word of that. Uh, fight, fight, raw team, fight, victory for MSU. Well, at least a lot of victories, but, you know, not, you know, we were too shy, too shy from the, uh, the national title, the Natty. But um, I, I get into it like this because, you know, I wrote something. I, I was just feeling a little bit emotional last night, and it's not every day that sports brings out. You know, I, I can be an emotional guy, but it's not every day that sports brings that out in me. I'm, I'm more of a spirit guy. I always, you know, tell people I'm not an X's and O's guy. I, you know, I've talked about this before uh, a little bit on this program. I'm not really great with the stats. I'm not really great with all of the numbers and, and all of that. I'd lose a trivia contest. You know, I'd be, I'd come in last place if I even show up on the board at all, but I, I'm big on spirit and it's not just the college spirit. You know, there's alumni, there's students, there's, there's faculty and, you know, it's an unbroken chain that goes back to 1855 at Michigan State in terms of, you know, people who have had anything to do with that university and sports going back many, many, many decades as well, um, especially football. But I will say that in a time when Michigan State has been dragged through the mud, a monster Larry Nasser on campus, uh, Never will see the light of day, convicted on multiple counts of child sexual abuse. The Olympics doctor who violated so many women and young girls. It was a betrayal for everyone who had anything to do with Michigan State and anyone who had anything to do with decency. And 
you know, to deal with the, the negativity from other people who want to say that this one person, uh, my, my friend Jeff said it brilliantly on Facebook, to say that this one person was somehow a, the spokesperson, the titular head of the university, which is ridiculous. Um, bothered a lot of people, including myself. You know, bothered a lot of people. And, you know, when people try to tie in the basketball coach, Tom Izzo, with that and, you know, an allegation of, of a way that certain sexual assault reports involving players uh, were handled, even though that was largely debunked by local media and, and other outlets. Um, and, and, you know, you can get in, you can read all that for yourself. I'm not here to, you know, even even as a passionate Michigan State fan, um, you know, I'll let you read all of that for yourself and, and decide for yourself. But it was largely, it, it's been well known that, you know, look, Tom Izzo runs a clean program. I mean, that's not a defense. That's, that's you know, it, it's mistakes can happen in any program. You know, if a player messes up, you know, it, things have to be handled in a certain way. Uh, but there's never been the cloud over uh, – the sports programs uh, that that's been flying over it the way um, it's happened in this situation. We've never had such a cloud uh, of negativity and, 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 and look, in some ways it's, it's justified. I mean, I, you know, I, I think anybody who loves their school, you know, to know that somebody like Larry Nasser was, was um, raising hell and harming innocent people for is the allegations go back as early as 1997 it's hideous so yeah i i mean there, there there's a, a negative cloud that should be there in some respect but when people try to say that you know it, it that when people try to make it sound like good things will cease to come from that university because of what happened you know that's ridiculous and that's what we dealt with you know that's what you know, any a lot of people love their school, no matter what school it is. And for us, you know, we dealt with that, and it was it, it bogged us down, and it, it it takes away at your spirit, and it it just you know, especially when you see, you know, one outlet really trying to ride high on the coverage of it by bringing in the name of Tom Izzo and Mark D'Antonio, our football coach, head coach. Uh, you know, to say, well, you know, there's a wider problem here. Well, you know, again, you know, there's no, con again, no connection to Na those coaches in Nasser and, and no connection to the issues in large part at all. It, you have to imagine what it did to fans, what it did to the community. You know, the upheaval, uh, a president resigns, interim president comes in, he's wildly unpopular, He's out, um, protests, all kinds of things, you know, things that are very painful for a school, you know. And to see this basketball team come up and help heal, you know, sports, they say, brings people together. And it really does. And and I found that more than than, you know, while I was incredibly disappointed, like anybody, you know, who wanted Michigan State to go to the to get that banner. Tom Izzo said his time here is at Michigan State, his head coach would be validated by a second title, but he says he's going to keep on going. Thank God, because we need him. Again, that's the fan talking, you know. But 
for all of the things I, you know, after all of the adversity I talked about, in addition to things involving the team, you know, how all of that, they're part of the, stu- part of the student community, they're part of the greater community. So all of those things that impacted them and, and knocked them down and, and, and made them kind of, you know, would make anybody kind of hang your head a little bit, even though they had nothing to do with any of that, and none of us did. Um, and to see them fight through it, even through injuries and, and humbling losses and, and, and very difficult situations and to rise up and get as far as they did and, and make so many people happy and, you know, dropping everything they were doing and taking time off work and flying out to Minneapolis for the game or going down to D.C. for the, um, the Elite Eight. I mean, how special is that, you know? It meant a lot to me to see, you know, on social media, people I haven't talked to in years, you know, uh, dressing their kids up in Michigan State gear. And, and uh, you know, I don't have kids, but I, I'm sure if I had a toddler or a kid, I'd be doing the same thing. Even the dogs, you know, uh, dressing them up in Michigan State gear and uh, people, you know, singing the fight song and, and shouting out the battle cry, go green, go white, go state. Um, you know, all of that meant so much to me because it was it really helped us heal you know it really helped us heal i teared up writing a little bit of a tribute on facebook uh to the the fans or really a tribute to the players and the coaches because i you know i said you know i feel so bad for the players who are graduating and and won't be able to do this again but they've left something special for that next generation and for the players who are going to come back and be able to do that um to continue that fight and continue that journey. They've left an imprint. They've still done that. You know, they didn't need a national title to do that. It would have been great, would have helped, but they didn't need that to do that outright. And they left something special for the community, for the fans too. Um, And I just felt so bad for them, you know, because I wanted them to have it. I wanted Izzo to get his second championship, and I still do, and I think he will. But I also was, you know, I I realized as I get older, you know, when I was young and in college, winning a big game or winning either a championship or getting to a a Final Four or having a big win was bragging rights. And it was a reason to party on a Friday or Saturday night. You get older, you realize it's about the community. You always know that, but you you see more layers, more bands of that community um, that, that circle around that campus, that circle around that Spartan head or the, the Spartan S, the logo, and you realize how many more people are impacted by it, who live it and breathe it the same way you do. Sometimes I think, you know, am I a little crazy that I'm such a nut for college sports? But then I, I say, no, you know, sometimes where I am, people aren't, people don't really get that, especially if they did not go to a Division One school. But you know, so many people do get that, especially the, the, the great Penn Staters out here in Philadelphia. They get that. They totally get that. And I never want to lose that, and nobody who has that should ever lose it, you know. But it's what a wonderful thing to know that you can have something like that, an incredible hell of a run that's as close as I get to cursing on here. A hell of a run. And to get there to the Final Four and inspire so many people and and lift a community up. That's what they did. The Michigan State Spartans, Cassius Winston, uh, Aaron Henry, um, McQuaid, all these guys, they lifted this 
you know, Xavier Tillman, they lifted this campus up. They lifted this community up all around the world. And you can't ask for anything more than that. I'm starting to get a little emotional now. You can't ask for anything more Sorry. It just means that much. It just means that much and more. You can't ask for more. I mean, yeah, you can, a title, and, but what these, what these guys did, what these coaches did, The sacrifices their families made. (sighs) I'm sorry. (sighs) It's everything. And they helped us heal. They helped the university heal. I hope that the survivors of the uh, abuse from uh, a name of someone I don't even want to speak. We mentioned his name earlier, Nasser, but fine, we'll say it. But I hope that helped them heal in some way. It's not about, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's so much more that the school needs to do and has done and is continuing to do and continues to need oversight, continues to need, you know, you know, Public institutions need to be held accountable. Michigan State's no exception. So there's so much more that needed to happen to help with the healing of the victims well beyond sports. Please don't, don't get it twisted up here, okay? I'm not saying it was a win or a winning season that they needed to heal and everything's fine. Of course not. Don't, you know, some people take things out of context, and I, I just, you know, that's why you have to listen to the whole show. But... The spirit of sports and things like that, it, it's like music. It brings people together, and it can be a healing force, and that was a big part of that. And I thank that team from the bottom of my heart, fight off the tears now, for doing that, for helping us do that. My God. It's uncanny. It's uncanny. They lifted us up, and we will not forget them we got a Final Four trophy in the case. If it doesn't have their names on it, it should. And, but we've got their imprint on that campus. And it's their fellow students and, and fellow university staff and others coming together and lifting that school up amid very difficult times. I, I you know, what, what can you say? I honestly could not ask for more. Oh, just in time, the closing theme. Oh my gosh, we need, you know, needed the, needed some music, needed something to kind of you know start things fresh again. You know, after getting a little emotional. Uh, sorry about that, folks. You know, we just you can't help it sometimes. You know, um, but uh, you know we, we said it all really in the in the main segment. But uh, uh, you know, I I, I understand. I have a more intimate understanding of sports whenever I 
feel community and togetherness. You know, it was like this, like that for me in the 90s with the Red Wings. You know, I mean, to have the, I think it was 96, the, the Stanley Cup uh, win. And then after that, the limo accident that, that hurt uh, so many of the players uh, and the team masseuse. And I think one of them even passed away over the years. You know, I, 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 somebody uh, involved in that accident did, um, I think. Uh, I had heard something. Anyway, um, you know, you you have that incredible high, and then you see the way people come together around a championship team. That was a, obviously a diff, different situation, but every now and then there's moments like that where something very difficult happens, and sports is there to bring people together, and it's it's just an incredible, incredibly special thing. So very thankful for that. Um, very thankful for all of you listening in. Um, we will get back to more of the political news and the campaign and everything else going on in the world of news and politics uh, on the next uh, podcast midweek. But it's Dave Kinchin tonight. Very thankful for you for joining us and tuning in. Also check out our other podcast where, um, you know, we don't really get as emotional, but we, we get excited over rock and roll and classic rock. That's uh, Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. So you'll want to tune in for that. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for being here. We hope you have a great week ahead. And remember, I always try to have people remember something uh, at the end of the show, but I forgot what I was going to have you remember. Uh, remember, uh, keep it real and keep it classy. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Talk to you soon. Thank you.